Westfield High School podcast where the Westfield community is able to connect at a personal level. We talk with students, teachers, and staff to ultimately bring Westfield together. Welcome to the Bulldog Buzz podcast. I'm your co-host, Billy, with your co-host, Lucy, and today we are here with... I'm Tyler. I'm a sophomore, and I swim for Westfield. I'm Amanda. I'm a junior, and I dive for Westfield. <laughs> okay, we're just going to jump right into the first question, and it is, what is your morning routine, and how do you motivate yourself? Okay, so I get up at 3.55 every morning for practice, and I don't do much before. I just brush my teeth and take my inhaler. Mm-hmm. And then I have like a 15, 20 minute drive to practice. And then I practice from 4.30 to 6.30 roughly. And then come home and get ready for school. What time do you have to go to bed to wake up that early? Uh, I try to be asleep by 8.30, but it varies. Um, Usually I just get up at like 6.30. Um, I take out an outfit to wear for school and brush my teeth. I usually don't eat in the morning. I'm not Are a you, huge breakfast Do you wake person. up really early? Um, or just like average mine's like on a regular school day it's average but for competition I wake up at least like an hour and a half to like two hours before I compete so that I'm like up and you know kind of like Mm -hmm. ready for the day I guess how far away are your like meets like on average is it mostly like here and close or do you always have to travel to different places well for high school they're all local but Mm -hmm. then for club it varies we have a lot of meets here but then I also travel to like North Carolina Florida in Georgia or Indianapolis for meets, so all over the place. Um, I would say mine's kind of the same. Like, usually it's more so, I don't really dive a lot here, like, for club-wise. Mm-hmm. So I usually go to, like, North Carolina, or it just kind of depends. Like, nationals every year is in a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, usually we'll go to, like, a training trip. Like, this year I went to California. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. So both of you play on teams outside of school, like, yeah. just the school team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so do you... I, um, I know at the Cub Run Rec Center, they don't have, like, big diving. Yeah, they don't so have you have to go to a different, spe- like, place. Yeah, so my club, Dominion Dive Club, is based outside, like, Oakton, Vienna area. Mm-hmm. So I practice at Oakmar. Mm-hmm. And then we have a drive-in facility out in um, Vienna with, like, you know, dry board, tramp, you know, blue mat, like, a lot of conditioning-based stuff, I guess. You guys do this year-round? Yeah. Yeah, all year. Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait. You said you don't eat in the morning, right? No. Do you eat in the morning? Not before practice, no. Okay, have you ever eaten in the morning? And if you did, you know how they say, like, you eat and then you go and swim, you, like, throw up? Have you ever thrown up? No, but <laughs> I've been close. <laughs> have you ever peed in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering. <laughs> okay, what about on. you, Amanda? Oh, No. Very good. <laughs> I don't go. Good I I usually don't go to the bathroom during practice because my practices are really short. Like this year, I like I don't have a seventh or an eighth period at school, so I like go and I head straight to Oakmar and I have like an hour and a half water practice and then I go to dryland. So my practices are really short, so I try not. Oh to wow, go to the that bathroom. sounds actually really nice to get that off. Yeah, school. it's so, but I take two online classes, so oh. it's kind of like well, it evens it out. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um, Amanda. What makes dive different from any other sport? Um, I just say dive is kind of unique because not a lot of people do it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I wouldn't say it's like rare, but like not a lot of people know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like definitely like really similar to like gymnastics, you know, just all the flipping and stuff. But like when people actually like if you were to come to like a practice and never done it before, like you wouldn't know what to do because it's so different. Have you ever done gymnastics? Yeah, I did gymnastics for 10 years. Like, I've only been diving for, like, four years. Have you ever, like, 
done the dive wrong and like belly flopped. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um. Wait, what's the hardest skill you could do when you do gymnastics? I don't know. Um, I was good at floor and beam. On beam, I could do like an aerial, and like on floor, I could do like a double back. I don't know. Oh wow! Do you That's do a lot of good. swimming? With no. dive, do you do, so you don't like practice swimming before and then dive? It's um, just like dive. Well, actually, before because a lot of kids like don't get to pr- our practices start at one forty-five, but like a lot of kids don't get there till later. So like our coach would make us swim like a hundred, oh. but I usually just swim a fifty. <laughs> I hate swimming so much. <laughs> so how old were you guys when you started diving and swimming? Okay, I started lessons when I was two, and then I joined wow. like my local summer team when I was five. And then I swam there, or I've been swimming there since, and I started doing club around eight. Do your parents swim? No, none of my parents swim. Do you, I know you have, I think you have siblings, right? Do they all swim too? Yeah, both my younger brother swims. Uh, they both swim in the summer with me. And then uh, Tucker, who will be here next year, also does club swim. Oh. Did you have anyone who, like, inspired you to start swim? Yeah, my first summer, co- uh, my first summer coach, uh, Brandon Fiala, was my inspiration. And he actually went to Westfield. And swam here. And then he went on to swim at Virginia Tech, too. And uh, he made Olympic trials. How old were you when you started diving? Um, I started diving in eighth grade. And I think I was, like, 14 at the time. Mm. 13 or 14. So, but I mean, so I started really, like, old for diving, in a sense. But, like, diving, a lot of people, a lot of people who were teenagers and start diving, like, in their teen years. A lot mm-hmm. of people did gymnastics before, so yeah. it, like, was kind of an easy transition. Yeah, because they, like, directly relate, I think. It's yeah. Just once you're jumping in water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, diving, you're landing on your head. Gymnastics, you're not. Yeah. So. Okay, Tyler, who was most excited when you told them you placed in States? Um, well, both my parents came to watch finals at States, so I think both of them were very excited, and my younger brother Tucker was also there and he was there counting for me so he was really happy too but I don't think necessarily the place they're most excited about they're just happy that I dropped time because it's been a while since I dropped time in that race so it's always good. What's the hardest part of balancing your school social and sport life? Um, I think the hardest part is just getting my schoolwork done Uh, there's a lot of it so I really take advantage of third during school just trying Mm -hmm. to get everything I can done because the afternoon's even though I swim in the morning, I'm still busy in the afternoons because I have mm-hmm. doubles and weights. Mm-hmm. And then I try to get to bed early. So whatever yeah. time I have free in the afternoons, I try to get whatever else I have to get done. Um, I would kind of say the same. Definitely. I mean, I don't have to wake up super early in the morning, so I get to sleep maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think I like I leave for school and then usually I don't get home till like six or seven just because oh, wow. I, I have double practices. Mm-hmm. So just... I don't know. I mean, really just getting my schoolwork done and trying not to procrastinate and, like, getting yeah. stuff done, like, as soon as I get it mm-hmm. is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, weekends, I, like, I try to get my stuff done on the weekends, but it's, mm-hmm. like, the weekend when I don't want to yeah. do anything. Mm-hmm. But also, like, having online classes that are, like, kind of late at night, it just kind of, like, sucks. So yeah. just definitely, like, getting all my schoolwork done and, like, stuff turned in on time and, like, not falling behind. Like, especially, like, mm-hmm. I've missed a lot of school this year and I'm going to miss a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, also hard to, like, stay on top of that, be like, oh, I'm not going to be at school. Like, just kind of that whole aspect of it and, like, letting my teachers know and trying to make up the work that I missed. It's definitely hard. So. And when playing a sport... Like, you get home, and you're just, like, tired. You want to relax, but then it's, like, you have to stay up and Mm -hmm. do homework for a little bit. And with Tyler, he has to go to bed early, so he can't, like, stay up late to do homework. Yeah. 
this year I think definitely I should go to bed really early like you should be in bed by like nine o'clock go to bed by like 9 30 but like mm-hmm. after online school and like coming back it's just been so hard because it's like school sports and recruiting on everything mm-hmm. so there's just like a lot that goes to it so I don't know but I've definitely been like having to stay up late this year like making sure I get all my work done and like I'm just taking harder classes this year yeah so also getting like a lot more work so because junior year is like the hardest year I've heard yeah I think especially for like student athletes like if you're looking into like recruitment you literally I got recruited the first day like I got emails like the first day I was like officially like a junior Mm -hmm. in a sense so uh, like and especially like with my schedule like just diving all the time and like not really being at home a whole lot it's just like definitely a lot and like you know like I said like recruiting like you have to like find time to go to visits and then you have to find time to like you know meet with coaches like plan Mm -hmm. talks and like calls with them so it's definitely been really hard because like you have to manage their schedule and then you have to do yours and like just being like an athlete and but Mm -hmm. also being a student like just depending on the classes you take it's it definitely takes a toll. If you guys could give advice to any students athletes on how to manage their time what would it be? I think just managing your time, getting your work done right away, and making sure school comes first before Mm -hmm. uh, your athletics, that's really important because at the end of the day, school is what's going to get you uh, far in life and not necessarily your athletics. You can only compete for so long, so Mm -hmm. making sure you have an education is really important. Mm -hmm. I would probably say the same thing, just like procrastinating is like what a lot of people struggle with, I think. So for me, like this year, it was just really important to like find a schedule. So I like mapped out like my whole day pretty much like throughout the week, like when I wouldn't be home when I would and like certain times I would have for Mm -hmm. homework. So like, and also writing in an agenda, I think that really helps. So like you write down like what you know you have to get done and you're like, okay, this has to be due at a certain date. So I think it helps with just like getting your stuff done right away. Mm-hmm. Billy, I think you should take note. I think there's a certain history project you still <laughs> not yeah, I have a history project due today that I started today. But, you know, I'll get it in and I'll get 100. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there any, like, a certain routine you guys do to, like, prepare for a big meet? Uh, normally, a couple of days before, I go and see my physical therapist just to, like, get my body loosened up and make it so I'm not as tight. And then my mom always makes me a pasta dinner the night before I meet. And then I try to get to bed as soon as possible, and I hydrate throughout the week. Um, And then as well, like the morning of a meet, I don't know, I'm just superstitious, so I always eat a peanut butter bagel before. I don't know why, but that's just my go-to before a meet. Usually the day of, like, I I get up, like, an hour and a half to, like, two hours early. Like, sometimes I'll go, like, run on a treadmill just to, like, kind of get the adrenaline kind of going and like a little bit like less nervous in a sense like definitely for like big meets like for nationals last year over the summer I remember I got up with my friend like three hours before I competed and we ran on the treadmill for like an hour because I was just like I was really nervous like especially being like a 16 18 like in that age group it's insane because the girls are so good and there's so much Mm -hmm. talent so I think like I was just definitely really nervous for like my first 16 18 meet but for me I always have Starbucks like I always have a bagel with cream cheese and then I also get like these like egg bites from Starbucks like Mm -hmm. that's just always what I have the egg bites that's so weird (laughs) it's weird but like I don't know like I started doing that and one day after I did that I like competed really well that day so I was like maybe I should start doing this and I listen to like a certain playlist like my Mm -hmm. friend and I have like this shared playlist 
So, like, I'll listen to that, like, while I'm competing because I don't like to listen to, like, other people's scores because, like, for me, that kind of gets in my head a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I definitely, like, you know, like to, like, just focus on myself. So, like, if I'm, like, listening to music, it kind of helps, like, tune everything out and just, like, so I'm not, like, super worried about, like, myself or, like, other people. Were you nervous for states? Um, so probably my biggest competition, one of my good friends, Ellie, she actually got COVID that week. So she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So she was probably like why I would have been kind of nervous. So I wasn't too nervous, but I also was because last year at States, I Mm -hmm. failed to dive. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do as well that I would have liked to. Mm -hmm. So, um, this year I just tried to go in with like the mentality of like, it wasn't all about winning for me. I just wanted to break my school record, and mm-hmm. I did, and I think that definitely helped because, like, districts, I focused on winning so much, and, like, that was all I wanted to just, like, do really well, and, you know, I wanted to win, mm-hmm. and I ended up failing a dive. So I think, like, just going into states with the mentality of just not putting all that pressure on myself to, like, win, 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 like, you know, you're the best here, like, going first, like, that whole thing, I think it definitely just helped you know thinking of it like differently like if I break a record you know great whatever happens like it happens you know just it doesn't matter so you said that you missed a dive at states what last year yeah do you think that like changed your whole mindset on diving on how you should out get (laughs) on how you should have a different outlook on it um for me I've always been the kind of person like if I mess up a dive it hasn't been like super hard for me to come back like I'll just have to like kind of put it behind Mm -hmm. but last year it definitely like made me more conscious of everything I was doing like you know just taking my training and conditioning like really seriously Mm -hmm. and you know kind of not messing around as much because Mm -hmm. I do want to go to college and like go to Olympic trials so I do have those goals for myself so I think you know failing a dive like you know, you always make mistakes and I, you always learn from them. So I definitely, it was really good to like make that mistake to know like what not to do next time. So I think this year, I just, I think it was also last year. I just kind of like, you know, I wanted to do really well and I knew I could have like where I could have placed. So I think this year, that's why it was important just going in with a different mentality and just not putting all that pressure on myself so it was like a big motivator for you it definitely like it sounds like after that happened you push yourself even harder yeah for states this year yeah and I think I don't know I just I really did not want that to happen again and so when I did the dive again I honestly didn't care like how the rest of the meet went I was just like really happy that I like did it this time and I like didn't fail so do you guys plan to continue swimming and diving after high school yeah, for sure. Um, recruitment opens up January 15th for me this summer, so I'm really interested to see how that goes. And hopefully, well, I should swim in college, and then hopefully I make um, Olympic trials in 2024. Um, I definitely want to dive in college. I just took a recruiting trip to Minnesota um, the weekend before spring break, and then I'm going to Texas at the end of April. So... Um, I definitely want to dive in college and then go to like Olympic trials and possibly make the Olympic team. Uh, Tyler, there's a question for you. Okay. What are your favorite strokes? Okay, so I do it all pretty much. Uh, my favorite strokes is, uh, well, my favorite strokes are backstroke and freestyle. Uh, I swim both those for the school. Um, my favorite event to do uh, is 200 backstroke. That's probably my best race. Mm-hmm. But then during club, I also swim IM which is uh, all four strokes, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle. And I swim 200 and 400 IM for my club team. How about your least favorite? 
Uh, my least favorite is breaststroke. I cannot <laughs> submit to save my life. But I have to do it in IM, so. If you could go back in time and start a different sport, would you? And if you wouldn't, what other sport would you like to do? Okay, well, I played football from, I don't know, second grade all the way to eighth grade. And if I were to go back, I'd probably stick with football. I really enjoyed football a lot. But I had to make a decision between swim or football just because they were both so taxing on my body. Mm-hmm. And I just chose uh, the stick of swim. Did do you Are you, like, glad that you chose that or not? Nah? I mean, I always think back to, like, what could have been. But my swimming career so far has been really successful. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with my choice. What position did you play? I played fullback and linebacker. Honestly, I don't know that I would do a different sport. Like, I think for me, like, when I started diving, I knew that I was started, like, pretty late especially just, like, for myself because a lot of my friends, you know, had started, like, when they were really young. So I think if I could go back in time, I may have started diving a little bit earlier, Mm -hmm. like, found that. But I think – but I also don't know because I think, like, taking my gymnastics, like, also helped me in the diving world. So I honestly don't know. But maybe if I just, like, did less in gymnastics. But I don't know. I think I would definitely still choose diving because – I don't know. I mean, I love it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really see myself doing anything else. So mm-hmm. do you guys have like a memorable moment or like a favorite memory while swimming and diving? Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, one of them was when I broke the school record this year. That was uh, a really good moment for me. Would you break the school record in? I broke the school record in the 100 backstroke. And that was special just because that was a goal I set before the season even started. Mm-hmm. And that was something I've had on my mind all the way through. And then another one was freshman year. Um, I lost districts in the 500 at the, like, the very end of the race. And then the prior week at regionals, I was able to come back and I won the race by a lot oh, over wow. the same kid. So that was really special too. Oh, wow. Um, I think for me, freshman year coming in, I knew I was like, no one really dives here. Like I think like in this area, I'm like one of the only people that like does club mm-hmm. like diving. So I think for me, it was just like putting my best foot forward freshman year, like setting my records to like, you know, something I knew I could be. And then this year just trying to beat them. But I think some of my memorable memories would probably be my older sister is very like into like the whole like she loves watching me, you know, like always she's very supportive. So I think when, you know, I did I I'm fresh freshman year I got second at districts which I definitely was not expecting mm-hmm. but my sister actually she like skipped classes like didn't go to school and she like came to watch me dive so I think it's always been really nice like she's always been there to like watch me and like see me do really well and then I think my first year for club my first year like ever diving at all I made nationals which was insane because, I mean, I felt like I was kind of old and, like, also didn't have a lot of talent. But, I mean, it was, like, my first season and I made nationals and Mm -hmm. I got to, like, spend it with my mom. So it was just, like, a really good opportunity because I, like, have a really good relationship with my mom. So it was, like, good for us to, like, go and, like, see, like, see if I could see myself doing this, like, outside of school and, like, find a career in it in a sense. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to move on to the Instagram questions. And so the first one is, what's your favorite holiday? Okay, uh, my favorite holiday is kind of random, but it'd probably be 4th of July just because the warm weather and my family has a lake house, so we always go and spend the weekend at Lake Anna, which is always a lot of fun to be with family. I'd say mine is Christmas. Um, 
just because like I have a lot of time so like I have a lot of time to spend with my family mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of family that lives in Virginia like I have family that lives in California Delaware like I have family that lives all over so it usually like for Christmas everyone will come over to my house so it's just like really good time to like spend with my family and just like see the people that I don't always see mm-hmm. and I think just being off from school is also really nice for like a week so it's like really nice to just like spend time with my family as well as my sister she's a freshman at Ohio State so I think it's really nice to like be able to see her and like see all my the other family members I have that are in college it's just really nice to like have that time with them next question is what is something on your bucket list uh something on my bucket list is the go and watch like the Olympic Games I think that'd be cool it doesn't have to be like watching swimming just any sport I think it'd be like really awesome just to mm-hmm. watch like the best that the best athletes in the world compete mm-hmm. summer or winter uh preferably summer yeah. it doesn't have to be something big no I, actually mine I've always wanted to go to the 2028 Olympics just because they're in LA I thought that would mm-hmm. always be really cool but also I think for me when my mom was in high school my mom went backpacking through Europe for like six weeks so I think like that's always something I've wanted to do just to kind of like explore because my older sister also went to Germany for like spring break one year for a soccer trip and mm-hmm. like my my mom's side is actually German, so I think it'd be kind of cool just to go and, like, see, but also just going backpacking through Europe. I mean, I don't know. That just sounds like a lot of fun and just kind of, like, exploring and, like, being on your own, I guess, in a sense. It, you kind of, like, find yourself in a way and, like, like you kind of, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, you kind of find out that, like, you don't have to rely on everyone, so right. it's kind of, like, you can find your sense of, like, independence in a way, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just think it'd be really cool to, like, go to a different country. Now on to rapid fire questions. (laughs) The first question is, what is your hype song? Mm, I don't think I really have like one song, but Mm. I listen to a lot of like 90s hip hop before I race. Mm -hmm. That's what me and my friend, we have a playlist that we share. So we both listen to that. (laughs) I don't, I really don't have a song either, but my friend and I like made a playlist, but it's like all over, like it ranges from like rap to like country. So I don't know. But, like, it's a really long playlist, so usually I'll just, like, kind of hit the shuffle play. But I really don't have, like, a certain song I listen to, I guess. All right. What do you guys want Westfield to know about you? Um, I'm ranked top 100 in my class for uh, 2024 uh, for swimming. In the country? Yeah, in the country. Oh, wow. That's really for impressive. For all kids my age. Wow. Yeah, I won states in, like, this past year. Junior year, I won states. Okay. What is your most useless <laughs> talent? Okay, my most useless talent is I just learned how to ride a horse. My most useful talent is I know how to, like, draw pretty well. Oh, that's really good. I cannot draw to save my life. Know. Like, I, I have, like, really nice handwriting. So, like, for me, like, I do bubble letters really well and, like, that kind of stuff. And, like, just certain things. I mean, I don't draw, like, never. But I'm not bad at it. <laughs> okay, what do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Um, I'd have to say swim goggles because just swimming with your eyes open is not a fun experience and it's kind of painful. And I think goggles really just, I don't know, it make it better. It makes your eye, yeah. eyes like foggy doesn't, and they make them burn. They make them, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think probably the greatest invention is a chamois. Like you, it's like a towel used for like diving because like when you go in the water, you're obviously wet so like when you come out you know dry off so you don't slip out so I think it's like it's just really useful like actually like in the What's diving a chamois? world it's literally like a towel in a sense but it's like 
like waterproof enough. like i don't know how what? to describe it but you it's take like, it in the water with you yeah you can oh really oh that yeah, is cool so it's like like it can get wet but like you wring it out and then you like dry yourself off with it so that you like don't slip out and you have like i guess grip in a sense i need to so get just- myself a chamois <laughs> <laughs> if you could be an olympic athlete what sport would you compete in okay uh well outside of swimming i'd probably want to play water polo maybe i don't know it just seems kind of fun or I'd do like shot put or be a decathlete in track and field. And then if I had to do something in the Winter Olympics, I don't know, maybe snowboarding. Oh, snowboarding, yeah. Yeah, I think if I like outside of dive, like if I didn't choose dive, I think for winter I would probably do like something like snowboarding. I've always, I like go snowboarding with my family sometimes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say when they have, we have them on the podcast, they say the one you're in the tube and you're like going around, like oh, on like the sled thing. I don't know what that is. Isn't it bobsled? Is yes, it bobsled. Yeah. Oh, and there's like a lot at school. Is aren't they, aren't they like the same thing? One's I don't different. know what like, either of them are. One is like it's. Isn't one that you go like one's first like and enclosed. the other one's like in a yeah. yeah, and the other one isn't. And like some are like partner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the one without is like so scary. All right. Well, because you have to like you have to maneuver the thing. It's like all on you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. See you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on Spotify and Anchor at Bulldog Buzz. We will put the link and a QR code on Westfield Live. And follow us on the gram at Bulldog Buzz Official.